Welcome back to the Silver Screen and Roll Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sabrina Merchant, and this is I Love Basketball. Uh, we have our co-host for I Love Basketball here again today, Anthony Irwin. Anthony, how you doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. I, you got me thinking about Marvel stuff. I just happened to be in the middle of a rewatch of of all the uh, the recent Marvel movies with Jen. So I was I was when you said, yeah, we there's a crossover on SB Nation between NBA and Marvel stuff. I was like, oh, sweet. This is one podcast I might actually seem somewhat educated on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've never read a Marvel comic, although I did try reading Miss Marvel a couple times. Mm. Uh, but the movies, definitely among my favorite things. Uh, but you had a great idea, though, for, for what we're going to do for today's show. Yeah, so as you mentioned, uh, SB Nation has sort of a Marvel crossover week going on uh, at the main page, and we've been diving into it at the team sites too. So I was thinking that we could create uh, Marvel analogs for the current Lakers. All right, I like it. Uh, Why don't you, I mean, did you find it, like the exercise itself, did you find it easy? Was it? So the way I tried to go about it was... uh, sort of like defining the arc of the Marvel characters and then seeing if I could find a Laker that matched them. Mm. Um, I did solicit some help from my brother and he went the opposite direction where like he sort of defined like what each Laker was and then tried to find a hero to do that. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know I think which that's closer to what I did. Yeah. But uh, I guess it was just sort of like, I want, I want to think about these heroes. So let's see if there are any Lakers that match them. <laughs> but, um, you know, one way of thinking about it. Uh, but it's, it's funny. Cause like, not to like give away anything, but like I was thinking about like KCP season and, you know, he had really, really rough start and then sort of came on stronger later. And I was like, wait a second, that's just like every superhero arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He actually got bit by a, by a spider or radio. That's, that's what happened yeah. after three games, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we didn't report it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's like they say, journalism is really falling down the toilet and, and dying industry really. Yeah. And, yeah. and if we somehow missed, uh, fortunately, no, no journalist got bit by a radioactive spider. Um, yeah. if they have those things crawling around Staples in it. <laughs> Strange. thought. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I had a good time with it. I've, uh, I haven't been in the middle of a Marvel rewatch, but I've been meaning to go back through them, uh, and this was sort of like an inspiration to get back thinking about him because I, I just have such a great time with the movies. Yeah. 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 So who'd you, uh, where'd you start with? Who'd you, who's so your I, first, what was the easiest one to start with? I started at the top with LeBron James. I think this is a fairly innocuous suggestion, but I went with Iron Man. Okay. And I think it works one because uh, LeBron James is incredibly durable. Uh, mm. which I know is not like technically what Iron Man is, but it's like the definition of an Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. So the thought came into my head. Uh-huh. And then he's he's just like the cult of personality that brings everybody together in the Avengers. He's the guy. Yeah. And that's what LeBron James is in the Laker locker room and, you know, on the court too. He's the hub around which everything orbits. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's why I thought of LeBron as an ideal Tony Stark there. I went, uh, I went Thor for LeBron. Okay. Um, so I went Thor. So in, if you just follow like the Thor arc, right. Okay. Uh, in the, and I, I guess this is like me doing the approaching this and closer to what you were doing, you, what, how you did this. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Thor was this, like, he was almost too strong. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like the the first the first movie was I found really boring, especially like when I when I went back and rewatched it. Actually, the second Thor movie I think aged way better than the first one. 
Um, but he, he was almost too strong and it made him somewhat uninteresting. So they kind of, they literally brought him back down to earth. Uh, and, uh, he's had a tremendous amount of loss. Like I think last year, LeBron lost more than he ever has in, in his entire NBA career. Right. And then, you know, this is kind of, he got the, the brand new hammer, uh, axe thingy that that Thor now has or Thor Thor now has and and uh and you know he's just he's he's enjoying this revitalization uh that that Thor himself is really uh enjoying it not just in terms of you know the character and his powers and and the role he played in Endgame but also in Shouts of Fat Thor like I, I Iconic character, really. Yeah, it was it was incredible. I we always talk about how important representation is in (laughs) in movies. I really thoroughly uh, enjoyed being represented out there, seeing a fat guy take down Thanos. That was great. Um, But but for for LeBron, you know, he's the the Thor movies themselves. Like Ragnarok was uh, just so much better. It's it's like one of it's like in the top three for me of of movies out there nobody really thought a thor movie could really be that and nobody really thought that you know the lakers could be what they were this year so i saw i thought i thought lebron and thor made a bunch of sense that's a really interesting comparison i like it yeah i'll take it i'll take it uh where'd you go i'm 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 interested the character i think i had the or the player i had the most trouble with was anthony davis okay so going off of the fact that lebron was iron man I used Spider-Man for Anthony Davis Mm. because he's like his younger sidekick, but you can tell that he's going to be taking over fairly soon. Yeah. Um, So that relationship worked for me. So long as Sony doesn't screw everything. Right. (laughs) And then there's just something about like, I think of Anthony Davis, I just think of like long limbs. And I understand that Spider-Man, like his physical dimensions aren't really that impressive, but like the ground he covers is very (laughs) impressive. (laughs) So Pete and I had this discussion on Locked On Lakers, and I'm interested how you feel about this. Okay. Um, if Spider-Man was to play basketball, like play in the NBA, okay, would his web slinging be legal? Yes. You think so? I think so. Okay, explain that because I, I I don't think it should. I don't think okay, it would. Okay, so there's there's a couple ways of going about this. I when I think of Spider-Man, like the Tobey Maguire edition, the webs emanate from him. Okay. Right. So if they're coming from like his own body, then I see no reason why they would be illegal. Yeah. But the new Spider-Man sort of makes it seem like he makes the webbing separate of his own body. Right. And he just uses it like um, he just like puts it in a little like canister and then uses it while he's like being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. In that case, I probably say you wouldn't be allowed to use the webbing because it's not organically coming from his own person yeah but i i can't tell if like that's actually what's happening in the new spider-man <laughs> <laughs> i think that's actually what's going on okay. and if i remember correctly i think that's how it went in like the the cartoon spider-man okay where he had like canisters that he had to swap out i gotcha I, I, that was a long time ago though um but i actually think it, even if it was organic matter that he like like from his body that he was throwing out i think mm-hmm. it would still be illegal because you aren't allowed to spit on a basketball court like for your own benefit right like if you're sure. like if if you're standing if if you're uh, getting ready for a free throw being shot mm-hmm. and then you spat 
right next to you where the, the guy the guy that is supposed to be trying to box you out is going to step. I feel like that'd be a T. Like, I feel like that'd be a technical. Yeah, I don't so think they, they would allow that. I'm not saying that. that you should like throw the webbing in a dude's face, but like <laughs> you could use the webbing to like advance up the court on a fast break. Huh. That's yeah, the way see, I, I, see. I, I All right. I, I don't, I don't, I think we might have to agree to disagree because again, like you, you aren't allowed to throw your shoe. You aren't, you know, uh, I think it was, wasn't it Rondo that just spat in Chris Paul's face? <laughs> That's allegedly. <laughs> I think he got suspended for it. Um, he did get so- suspended for <laughs> allegedly spitting in Chris Paul's face. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't really think that would fly. I, I, I mean, I think like Spider-Man, let's be, you know, to be perfectly clear, he would have mm. enough advantages to where he wouldn't have right, to Right, the use. super strength is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> super strength. Like he, um, he obviously has great aim with the, the webbing, so mm-hmm. he'd probably be a pretty good shooter. Probably have the best hands in the history of sports. You would not be able to take the ball away from him, that is for sure. <laughs> right, right, some insane instincts on defense, you know, so... Uh, I, I think he'd be fine without it. I, I'm pretty sure, though, if he if he like stole the ball with his webbing, like that's that is an unnatural extension of of his uh, wingspan that okay. I don't think referees would stand for. I could just see like, like couldn't you see Joey Crawford like making <laughs> way too big a deal out of throwing Spider Man out of the game for using his webbing? I mean, once you set the precedent like Spider-Man's webbing, then like what other powers are are guys not allowed to use, you know? Uh well, I I, I think anything that physically harms somebody. Oh, okay. <laughs> like okay. like like Superman's like X-ray or, or not X-ray I'm vision, but like laser the, vision. Yeah, I'm all for the premise that we shouldn't be doing things to harm other players on the court. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I really do think that like if Spider-Man's like in the backcourt and mm-hmm. he's trying to like run up on a fast break, he could just throw his web onto the like opposing backboard and just whoosh over there, and that should be legal. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i get like i guess if like if he's if he isn't allowed to do that then like i guess most characters aren't allowed to fly yes right so yeah. i i see where you, like the, you're using the slippery slope fallacy here a little bit but i can <laughs> see where you're going with it i i like it um i went blank i went black panther for anthony davis okay um i just you know look like i really think of 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 all the avengers i think black panther would probably be the best defender okay um he's just like an insane incredible athlete who's also like really smart i I don't think anthony davis gets enough credit for how smart he is on defense i would Um, agree uh so i i I really think that it it fits there uh and and also like black panther is probably my favorite marvel character just because how cool he is and, right. and Anthony Davis is one of my favorite Lakers in a long time. I can't imagine what you could possibly see in Anthony Davis. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, for, for starters, they ha- he has an incredible first name. Incredible first name. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I could see, I, I actually think if he's allowed to use web slinging, Spider-Man makes more sense for Anthony Davis. I, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. Although, yeah. uh, you know, the other thing too is, Anthony Davis is incredible accessor- at, at accessorizing and Black Panther's suit is, is one of the coolest things, especially in the, in the MCU. Like, like when, when he gets all the, you know, when he gets hit a bunch and it kind of lights up purple, it's just such a cool looking suit. And Anthony Davis's that's all folks is one of the most iconic t-shirts that <laughs> 
any <laughs> NBA player has worn in the last like 15 years. I was years. really wondering where you were going with the accessorizing because I've never found myself interested in <laughs> 80s fashion whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and much like 80s shirt, that suit was designed by somebody else. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. <laughs> um, who'd you, so we, we knocked off the, the two, you know, Lakers who have to have characters there. Right. Um, where'd you go from there? Um, so the next person I thought I was Dwight Howard. Uh, okay. I made him Drax from Guardians. Okay. Uh, so like <laughs> build wise, you know, incredibly yeah. strong. Like that was an obvious fit. And then also Drax has a really weird sense of humor. <laughs> like he doesn't <laughs> yeah. understand. That was the first humor. thing I thought of actually. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I've never really understood Dwight Howard's sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I went with it. I like it. I like no, that's that's perfect. Drax's way I went Hulk for Dwight. Okay, yeah. Um, I went super obvious there. Drax is way better than mine, especially when you factor in like the, the weird sense of humor. Like, couldn't you just see no, I, I yeah, couldn't you see Drax like clearing out an entire building with a fart a la Dwight Howard? <laughs> Yeah, very much so. <laughs> I just think about like that scene where like Gamora and Peter Quill are having this like very intimate moment and Drax just like staying there eating chips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels like, like a very Dwight Howard thing to do. Right. Dwight, I could totally see Dwight standing super still and thinking that he became invisible. Yeah. Like that that's that's what, you know, and all of and all of his teammates like wish he could be invisible, wish he wouldn't be there uh before this year, but but not actually being able to I also like, because Drax has just an insane amount of confidence in himself. Yes. And absolutely. Dwight is quite confident. Right. Very, very, like so confident that it actually took away from his abilities as an NBA player. Right. Mm -hmm. Like he wanted Drax. He's definitely overconfident. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Drax, Drax went for like way too high a usage percentage and almost died in the first Guardians Mm -hmm. uh, movie. Right. Um, and, and Dwight, like his career almost ended because he was so insistent upon having, uh, post touches and, and getting a lot of post touches. So it's perfect. It's, it's, it's way better. Hulk is like, I, I went, I went Hulk just cause like Physically, literal, yeah. yeah, physical abilities and stuff, but, but Drax is way better. It's way deeper. Um, right. I went, I went Groot for JaVale though. I went Groot for JaVale too. Nice. <laughs> yes. It's so good. <laughs> Like obviously, like the again, physical. He's just all limbs. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Also, couldn't you see Javale? Because he's kind of moody with media, you know, mm-hmm. and scrums and stuff. Couldn't you see Javale going an entire season answering questions in different tonations of <laughs> "I am Javale." I am Javale. <laughs> How'd you feel about tonight's game? I'm Javale. Yeah, <laughs> you know. How'd you feel about tonight's game? I'm JaVale. (laughs) It'd be great. Yeah, it just, it seemed a little more like goofy, you know, than like what I, yeah. Yeah, but but like also like, you know, bigger thing than anything is, is he just, he looks like he could literally spread his arms forever. Yeah. Like, I I also think it'd be very cute if like he dressed up as Groot and his daughter as baby Groot for like a Halloween costume. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Do you remember like young JaVale? Like Washington Wizards JaVale? Well, no, like before that, like the JaVale before he got uh, his first big contract, like when he was with the Nuggets, I think. Yeah. 
he was, he was with the Nuggets, and he was just dunking everything. Yeah, I remember he was in that dunk contest with Blake Griffin, and I thought he was way better than Blake. Yeah, yeah, remember on that one? Didn't he dunk on two separate baskets? That was incredible. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, I, people, uh, he became such a joke, and for, you know, for some somewhat valid reasons. For some reasons, valid reasons, right? yeah. Also, Shaq being a terrible analyst to him would, <laughs> would, didn't, didn't particularly help, but... Uh, but I don't, I don't know if people really, I'm, I'm doing the full like slam at, at slam online thing. Like people don't remember JaVale, man. He could hoop a bunch of emojis and stuff, yeah. but, but yeah, JaVale, young JaVale as the group that we saw in the first, uh, Guardians movie is, is just spot on. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, I just couldn't get past the physical comparison of literally just like limbs for days. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back to the rest of these. All right, so I had some trouble with like, you know, the lesser Lakers for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. Um, uh, let's go with Rondo. Okay. Did you end up assigning one for Rondo? I did. I did. Uh, I went I'm, with. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I went with Loki. Okay. All because right. Because he's he's kind of a trickster, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? um, that's just how Rondo's game works. There's a little bit of deception going on, and you're never really sure which side he's on, <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he's always on Loki's side, right? So he's like, always Rondo's on Loki's always side. Always yeah. on, on Rondo's side. Um, also, Loki has died in like every movie he's been in, basically. And just so, keeps coming back. <laughs> yeah, like, I was hoping upon hope that we wouldn't see Rondo on this team. Unfortunately, like Loki's career or, or uh, character arc has kind of turned around to where when he died in the last, in, in uh, what was it, Infinity War? Infinity War, I think, yeah. Yeah. When he died in that, it was actually kind of a bummer because mm-hmm. you know he he had shown growth and all that. But uh, yeah, for for in in this for the sake of this comparison, I was hoping after like the first Thor movie that we would never see Loki ever again. And and uh, after the first Lakers season, I was hoping we would never see Rondo ever ever again. <laughs> but you got to hand it to Loki, and you got to hand it to Rondo. He has some moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play off Loki. Right, playoff Loki. That's a thing, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, I went with Fury for Rondo. Um, in that, like, he he seems in like all of all of the characters look up look up to Fury. Right, mm-hmm. he's like the super important character. Um, has a backstory with everybody uh, who matters in the Marvel universe. Right, um, but also gets his ass kicked a lot. <laughs> Like he's, if you look in every movie that that Fury has been in, he winds up black and blue a lot. Like he does he really uh, does? Even you know, so the 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 first, you know, if we're going in chronological order, not not in terms of like the order of release of these movies. So like Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel gets the shit kicked out of them. Him and the eye taken out. <laughs> yeah, and he lost his eye to a. <laughs> to a Ferkel. Also, just incredible line usage there. He's like, Mother Ferkel! That was so good. (laughs) (laughs) That was was incredible. Um, Have you heard, do you listen to Binge Mode at all? I do. Um, The the story that they told about his purple lightsaber and how like the the reason reason Samuel L. Jackson had a purple lightsaber in uh, and they like assigned some backstory to it in 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 star wars canon but the reason uh samuel l jackson had a purple lightsaber was so that his kids 
could find him in the big battle that he participated in. Um, so like he was the only person carrying a purple lightsaber. And then uh, on, on the, the uh, prop that he brought home from the movie, it, oh man, the inscription is something like, uh, I'm a Jedi mother bleeper, <laughs> you know, something <laughs> like that. It's so perfectly Samuel L. Jackson, but yeah, uh, to get back to the point, Rondo is fury. Um, also like fury, at this point, because he doesn't have, he only has the one eye, so his depth perception is probably way off. Probably not a great shooter. Um, ah, and, yes. <laughs> and and Rondo fits in that regard too. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, uh, who else we got? Um, Danny Green. Okay. Okay. I thought it was a little too obvious to make him Hawkeye. I, I just want the obvious route. So yeah. go ahead. Who'd so you go? Who'd you I go had with? Hawkeye written, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to make him Rocket. Uh, okay. Because like a couple things. <laughs> one. I always see Rocket like with a gun. So he's a shooter anyway, you know, mm. just not the same accuracy level that we expect from Hawkeye. Yeah. Which well, I think. I, I mean, I feel like, like, have you ever seen Rocket miss a shot? I mean, he just like sprays all over the place. <laughs> so. it's a touche. It's like, more of a volume kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Danny Green took that approach. It's true. Probably, when when Janie Green is a volume shooter, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and then also when I think of Rocket, he's he's always talking, and mm -hmm. that reminds me of Danny Green's podcast. <laughs> since 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 coronavirus, Danny yeah. Green has done. He's been a volume talker. That's volume talker. <laughs> but I am amenable to the Hawkeye comparison. I get it. I mean, he he has yeah. like the the tattoo right with all of the like comic book shooters. I don't think Hawkeye is one of them, but like, I know Deadshot is on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I also, I also like, um, I also like the Hawkeye comparison because like Hawkeye should be a really cool character, right? Mm -hmm. Like some guy who is somehow able to like, he's just you know, basically a, a hugely talented bow and arrow shooter the bow and arrow itself is like a really cool weapon exactly um, but there's something kind of missing right in, mm. in, in with with hawkeye and i feel like with uh danny green so far he's been fine like he's he's but he something's kind of lacking so far with danny green as a laker um so i i really feel like the hawkeye thing really landed but but yeah rocket's great too i also like because if I bet if if somebody was to ask Danny Green about you know his somewhat inconsistent shooting right because Green isn't somebody who just goes out and like every night goes you know either three of five or or five of uh, eight or something like that or five and nine from three point range and then you know whatever uh, he he's more you know he'll go he's so up and down and Rocket is so up and down yeah. And if you were to like, if you were to ask Rocket why he is so up and down, or if you were to ask Danny Green why he is so up and down, I feel like they would react on similar levels uh, to the question. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I do like that Hawkeye thing about how he should be really great, but he's never like the main character. Yeah. It's just something a little quite off. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Uh, I couldn't think of a good KCP one. Um, All right. So I, I have one. Okay. Um, and I went with Ant-Man. Okay. Uh, because of the house arrest in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. 
<laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I'm so I, bummed I didn't think of that. <laughs> I, I couldn't help myself. Uh, that was the one that when we were talking before and I was preparing like for, for the show, I, t- I told you I might get in a little bit of trouble for it. Yeah. But I, no. I had to make the joke. Like it was, it was sitting right there. Yeah. Um, I also like that because I think Ant-Man is solidly valuable hero and uh, yeah. I have a I have a fondness for KCP. Yeah, I of all of the characters, I think uh, especially when they're all together, mm-hmm. I don't think any character bats a higher percentage of lines that make me laugh than Scott Lang. Yeah, he's great. Like he's just he is Paul I mean it's Paul Rudd so like Paul Rudd impos- is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible to just dislike about anything like that Paul Rudd does. Parks yeah. and Rec appearance from last week. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> it's inc- yeah wearing like the Nope 2012 shirt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. sorry, this is a Marvel podcast. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I also um, so Ant Man just kind of like literally grows in size to the uh, to the occasion right mm-hmm. like it's it's a part of his and kcp has hit some underratedly big shots this year like yeah, I don't, that's very true i don't think he gets enough credit like to the point where he'll take a big shot and uh it's not that i i he's not at the point where i'm shocked if it doesn't go in uh but I'm actually like when, when KCP is open, I say, I'm, I'm actually excited to see him take that shot, which I didn't think I would ever say about KCP. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I had Ant-Man as a Kuzma and that mm. was just sort of because they haven't quite figured out if he's a big guy or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's good too. Yeah. But uh, like Ant-Man is actually useful when, when he goes when big. Yeah. It's true. So, <laughs> I guess Kuzma could kind of rebound. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when he met the experiments of him playing as as the the small the ball small five. ball center, let's let's pretend that never happened. Yeah, right, right. Um, I actually have Kuzma's vision. Okay. Um, because he's this guy who was hyped up as this just insanely powerful, like all powerful, omnipotent. You know. Uh, character who they basically really had to like when they created him I, I the first thing I thought was all right they're gonna have to nerf this guy because exactly he, he's not gonna be very interesting mm-hmm. um, and then and then they went too far in the other direction to where he was the like, worst Avenger yeah he by, paralyzes by... Rhodey yeah. and yeah right he's and and I feel like Kuzma uh at especially you know since his rookie season you know his rookie season you're like oh man what could they really have here I know we got this guy at 27 what yeah, right right <laughs> and then and then and then since then he he's been nerfed to the other direction to where Christian is like reluctant to bring him up in public uh <laughs> scenarios that's really good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> they really did have to nerf vision, man. Yeah. It was it it's bums me out so much that they just can't like take the stone out of him in Infinity War. Like Yeah. The the line where he goes, well, where Cap says like mm-hmm. we don't trade lives. It was like of all people to say this. I know. <laughs> Cap. I'm team Cap all the way, by the way. Like between Cap and, and, and Iron Man. I'm mm-hmm. I'm team Cap, but but that was just dude. Come on. Some logical inconsistencies there. A little, little bit. A little, little bit. bit. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Avery Bradley I have as uh, Black Widow for no apparent reason. Uh, I could see it. I could yeah. see it. 
uh, he's just like, I don't know. He's, he's there, you know, he gets things done. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like the, the cross gender comparison. I didn't, I didn't do any of those. So that was well done. Oh, I have another cross-gender comparison that I'm very proud of. But, okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't do one for Avery Bradley. Yeah, I couldn't uh, really think of – I mean, plus Avery Bradley does, doesn't really seem to have much of a personality, so, uh, which kind <laughs> yeah. of, like, doesn't work with Natasha, but um, – Like, he could technically be, like, a Goye, right? Mm, yeah. But she, she does have a bit of a personality. Like, like she yeah, actually she calls out tough. Black Panther on stuff, so I don't, I don't really does. know. I don't think Avery Bradley calls out anybody. Uh, yeah. Well, he got a T for looking at uh, Patrick Beverly for that's years. correct. So they did not like each other on the Clippers. They did not. <laughs> <laughs> I could have never could have told. I, I never would have picked up that vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. So Alex Caruso. This is a very important Laker. Okay. Uh, I have him as Wanda. Ooh, I like it. And this is because I'm thinking of the scene in Infinity War where. Originally, Wanda is supposed to be guarding Zuri um, while the rest of them fight, and then she comes <laughs> out. Going with this, and it's she amazing. comes out, and then yeah. they're like, "Why has she been hiding this whole time?" <laughs> <laughs> that was incredibly well done. Yes. That, like every time he comes into the game, why has he been on the bench? <laughs> exactly. Why are we using Fury? Why <laughs> he has? <laughs> he's getting his ass kicked by a breeze over there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like so that's it. that's why Alex Caruso. I went I went Captain America slash yes because he could be all of the Avengers. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I think so that that one Photoshop that got the league to quote unquote randomly drug test uh, Caruso. Caruso. I think that was Captain America's body. If I'm <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I think, I think it, it works there, but, but yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think the Captain America thing fits. So look, anytime somebody does Captain America, the, uh, the mistake a lot of people are going to make is just to automatically put a white guy there. Yeah. Um, so but I'm, I think I'm, it's more like his earnestness. Yeah. Well, also incredible instincts on defense. Yes. That's and, true. And Captain America, like this is one of the things that I I think has been kind of underplayed in the MCU has been uh how great a strategist Captain America was, right? He was he was like a, a, an all-timer in terms of um understanding what it's gonna take to get the job done. And Caruso's instincts out there on defense, I always tell people, you know, when I had this one listener on on Locked On who just kept sending question after question after question. Why do I like Caruso so much? Why is this such a, like, why does everybody lose their minds over him? They just like him because he's a balding white guy. And I, I just kept saying, just watch him on defense. Don't watch the ball. Don't watch anything else. Just watch Caruso on defense in the number of ways he'll screw up a play. And, and uh, I think the comparison here with Cap, that's, that's where I went there other than like, hey, here's this white guy who got – crazy powers all of a sudden and yeah, he's I, potentially a little underused but he i like it captain i think uh underused captain america you could see those instincts even before he got the body yeah um, yeah no yeah, that, i like that pole. yeah exactly or with like when he you know went for the grenade that was just a dummy mm-hmm. yeah good defensive instincts i would agree yeah yeah did i you, just thought did, captain america was too captain crucial america? i did yeah. not assign to captain america <laughs> 
I couldn't think of one. Yeah. I could see like I could see LeBron as Captain America too. Yeah. Um I side with Iron Man. <laughs> you did? Oh man. All right. Harrison's I, uh... gonna need to find you a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I don't want to get into the whole civil war thing, but all right, all right. <laughs> just in terms of those two characters, I like Iron Man better. Okay. But like objectively, Iron Man screwed up Sokovia. Yes. And then and then passed off the accountability to nerfing his entire team. Yeah, it's not like Captain America doesn't make mistakes. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we we did we did we did you know bring up the we don't trade lives thing, so that was a pretty pretty huge mistake on his part. But I will also, say, they wouldn't was, be in that spot if, if Captain if if Iron Man was was so stupid about the Sokovia Awards or reward Accords Accords. I don't think the Sokovia Accords had anything to do with Thanos. Yeah, yeah, but he There's... he split everybody up, like the. I that think was that a- the beauty is in bringing them back together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so did you, so we got, did you do one for, for Dudley? I actually made a Fury Dudley because okay. he, um, just in terms of like the recent episodes, he doesn't show up very often. Yeah. Um, but when he's there, like everybody's happy that he's there, you know? Yeah. It's just a good guy to have around. I went, I went happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, same body type uh, sure. for starters, and then uh, also really high, uh, like like happy. Happy is up there with like Paul Rudd for lines that he says that make you laugh. Yeah, that batting average is yeah pretty high. Yeah, yeah he you know and you know he uh, great team player. You know he's there for for whatever anybody needs, especially Iron Man. Does have and, to do the dirty work. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, always. Uh, you know, and and uh, you know. Got it, got it together with uh, Aunt. What's her face? Spider Man. Oh, Aunt May. Aunt yeah. May. <laughs> That's right. I'd forgotten about that. So, you know, just out kicking his coverage. I could see Dudley because he's, you know, a funny guy and and he's a professional athlete. I could see him vastly out kicking his coverage. So, so there's there you got a happy. Happy. I I didn't consider happy. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I will say when I was coming up with these, it was like the order was Iron Man, Spider Man, Wanda. <laughs> like those are my three, <laughs> and then I filled in the rest. Do you do you have like a favorite Marvel character? Uh let's see. Uh, I think my favorite movies are probably the Captain America movies, but mm. uh, character wise, I don't know. They're just I don't think I have a favorite. Yeah, They're all I, delightful. I think my favorite movie was Black Panther. My favorite. Mm-hmm character i don't know if i don't i i guess ant-man i think ant-man's probably my favorite Ant-Man's character. a great character yeah um all right so how many you probably have more than i do to get through here no i that's it we got oh, through you're all done? them yeah oh i didn't I assign a oh you have a frank vogel don't you <laughs> <laughs> i have frank vogel as agent colson <laughs> couldn't Just... you see frank vogel collecting <laughs> basketball cards oh totally <laughs> Like, <laughs> going to Phil Jackson to get them signed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like walking up to Alex Cruz. So I have held this card <laughs> forever. Please sign this card. This is your Oklahoma City Blue <laughs> G League card. <laughs> exactly. Collector's edition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, while we've been recording, I don't know if you've been checked into to uh, to our Slack, but we have some somewhat breaking news. Oh yeah. Uh, so, Shams Karania uh, tweeted: Date the Lakers are targeting as of now to reopen the practice facility under the NBA's protocols is May sixteenth. Oh okay. That... So that's you know it's progress. It's probably that's coming might, up pretty soon. Yeah, that's uh, you know ten days from now as we're recording. Um, and then, so I found I, I, I found this kind of interesting as it was happening. The uh, the reports obviously of teams that are getting ready. Like today, the Cleveland Cavaliers was one of the main ones that was really getting ready to mm-hmm. get back in the gym. And then apparently, one executive told Ramona Shelburne that uh, this isn't necessarily. Uh, steps towards getting games back going, but just for like the sake of mental health that I, I would imagine a lot of NBA players are really struggling with not being able to play basketball for the first time in their entire lives. Um, yeah. I was, I was thinking the same thing. They're probably just getting a little stir crazy without being able to shoot because for so many of them, that's just like their release. You know, that's yeah. what they do when like really anything happens to them. They just go out and shoot. And even right. if it's just like you have four players in the facility at a hoop, I feel like that's going to be incredibly beneficial. Just like you said, you know, from a clearing your head perspective. Yeah. I mean, for all these guys, basketball is a huge chunk, if not their entire identity. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, you, you, you get told that you are not allowed to um, be a huge part of yourself. I would, that would really throw, somebody off and then you know i i'm i'm still going to remain optimistic that this is actually you know a couple steps towards getting basketball back because like without this happening there is no season like exactly if they, if they never say like all right we can never open up our, our gyms uh we still aren't in a spot you know three four weeks from now where we can open up the gyms and get guys back in there and start working out again uh I, we, we never make enough progress to be able to save the season. So this is, this is pretty, this is a pretty big deal. It's something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. yeah. Just like, just like, you know, we were, we were cautiously optimistic about, uh, you know, end game, right. Like going right. into the theater there, you, you kind of knew it was probably going to turn out well for, for the good guys, but it's just a matter of the amount of sacrifice it was going to take to, to get the desired ending. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of where we're at here. I think that was a lovely way to conclude the podcast, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> what a tie-in! Really impressive. You know, you know, I the, earning it, your keep as the co-host, Anthony. I, I got to say, I, I would say that this is why they pay me the big bucks. But like, come on, <laughs> that's why they pay us the medium-sized bucks. Yeah, that's why they, they. That's why they. You know, give me their spare change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed our Marvel Lakers crossover. I had a great time. It was good. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun. All right. Uh, take care. Make sure you subscribe to the Silver Screen and Roll podcast at iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your shows. And have a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah,